more children actually are learning how to fish from their moms than their dads right now, which is interesting. And mom is the CEO of the family, the chief entertainment officer, usually. And so, you know, we're trying to provide information for moms out there, just sort of the everyday activity of fishing. Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your host, Angie Scott and Barb Carey. Welcome to this week's episode of the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast. I'm Angie Scott. Barb Carey just wrapped up a weekend of fishing for steelhead on the Brule River up in Wisconsin, which we plan to share with you soon. If this is your first time listening, we're so glad you found us. The mission of this show is to inspire, empower, and connect women with a passion for fishing, hunting, and other outdoor adventures. We do this by sharing your amazing stories and by banding together with other industry organizations who are committed to supporting women like us. The Recreational Boating and Fishing Foundation is one of those organizations. RBFF through TakeMeFishing.org started an initiative last year called Women Making Waves. You may recall back in July on episode 18, I spoke with Director of Marketing for RBFF, Rachel Piacenza, about the campaign. You can listen to that episode at thewomanangler.com slash 18 if you missed it. At that time, the annual report had just been released. Now, as they gear up to launch Making Waves 2.0, I have the pleasure of meeting up with RBFF's Senior Manager of Strategic Partnerships, Rachel Auslander, on Media Day at the recent Bassmaster Classic in Knoxville to get an update on all things Making Waves. When you're done listening, head on over to our website, thewomanangler.com slash 54 to find out more. And the biggest thing you can do to help support their mission and the mission of this podcast is to share on social media. And of course, take someone out fishing. We're better together. We appreciate the support. Now, please sit back and enjoy. Rachel, welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast. We are here at the 2019 Bassmaster Classic in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is really cool. And you guys have something going on this week involving kids fishing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, and thanks so much for having me. We are sponsoring the Bassmaster Get Hooked on Fishing kids event at the Expo. So kids in the Tennessee area in Knoxville here can come and experience fishing um, for a live trout in the trout pond and get some information about Take Me Fishing. So once they've hopefully had their first catch in a little trout pond, they can go onto our website with their parents and learn more about how to go out in the wild and (laughs) go experience fishing as a family. Very cool. So are there any other things you guys are working on this week or just kind of in general just having a presence at the Classic? Uh, Yeah, having a presence at the Classic and also meeting some of the other sponsors and seeing how we can partner with them to increase participation by getting our messaging out there and partnering with them for other opportunities, either with uh, kids or with our women's campaign to move forward with that. 
Cool. Yeah, I heard you got a little shout out at the lunch, the media lunch today. So that that was pretty cool. So before we get into just kind of talking about the making waves, the women's campaign that uh, I had, Rachel Piacenza. Piacenza. <laughs> I had to learn how to say her name. It took me a really long time to figure it out, but I did back in July. And so she kind of gave us a broad overview of that program and and all that. But so. I wasn't able to attend ICAST this past year, but I heard that you guys were there and that maybe this year uh, you're working on doing some kind of women's meetup. Do you know anything about that? Or Yes. So what we're trying to do now is to encourage women uh, in the industry to get together when there are opportunities. So even a couple of women here having lunch tomorrow, sort of unofficially, and at ICAST again, and they actually just had a really great influencer meetup at the Miami Boat Show back in February to get women out there meeting each other, talking about making women making waves and sharing their content on social media so that people can see that anglers are not just men. Um, most women, uh, 45% of new participants right now are women, but women still don't see themselves when they think of an angler. They think of a man. So we're just trying to change that and um, get women of all shapes, colors, sizes um, out there enjoying the water to show that it's for everyone. Well, hopefully, I am hoping I might be able to make it to ICAST this year. So that would be really cool to be a part of that. And, you know, I was kind of bouncing some ideas off of the other Rachel at RBFF, and I thought it would be really cool. I don't know if we'll be able to do this or not, but be cool to do some sort of podcast from that that meetup. You know, that'd be really cool to get more exposure and word out there. So we'll see if we can pull that off. You also, back in December, you guys had your annual marketing workshop and you had a women's panel as part of that. How, how did that go? It was great. I mean, I think what we try and do at our state marketing workshop is explain to state agencies who work directly with the anglers through their licensing program and their park rangers, obviously, different ways to reach new audiences. So obviously a big part of that are women. And we just kind of talked about how can you um, market to women? How can you talk to women without, you know, shrinking and pinking it, um, but really incorporating them into your messaging. And um, it was really cool. The other day we just saw um, some images from our women's campaign actually on the cover of the Minnesota Fishing regulations book and uh it was posted on social media so we got to see all the different responses the women were really excited to see themselves uh in there so it is working and um you know it's great that states are involving women in their in their campaigns as well do you find there's any difference between the geographic regions as far as like i know i'm from minnesota and so when i go up there it seems like maybe it's just because i do this podcast and the, the women i know but it it just seems like there's so many more active outdoors women like up in that region as opposed to here in Tennessee. I I just don't see that many women out there. I don't have you guys noticed any or do you have any kind of insight on the numbers that you get like geographically the differences? Sure. So that would actually probably be in our special report on fishing, um, which will be coming out again in July. We we launch it out at ICAST. So that does have a regional breakdown. I'm not 
personally sure what the breakdown is there. Um, the 2018 one is available on our website, though, for um, review and in our media kit that I have here. So um, definitely something to look into, and we can talk about it in a couple of months at ICAST when we have the new numbers. I'd love to kind of get something more going in this region as far as, like, my co-host, Barb Carey. She's got an awesome group of women up in Wisconsin called Wisconsin Women Fish, and they just get together and go fishing. Like, they have all these events, and it'd be cool to see something like that here in Tennessee. So, Absolutely. I mean, we're we're trying to encourage women um, to influence others, be, be an influencer and get a group started. And um, whether it's avid outdoors women or people who are new to the sport or hopefully both can, everyone can teach one another, invite your friends to go out fishing. We'd love to see that. And we'd definitely be, promo- we'd definitely promote it um, through our channels as well. So when I talked to Rachel last back in July, the numbers had just come out. So I don't even think really at that time you all had had chance to process and see where you're at. And I know from what I understand, kind of the Making Waves campaign 2.0 is going to launch this April, I guess. Is there any kind of insider plans that you can share with how you're going to go forward with the 2.0 version? It's all top secret. No, um, we are, uh, we're still actually in the planning stages right now, but a lot of it comes down to sort of what we just talked about influencers. And really, you know, we find that because women don't necessarily see themselves in the sport, it's important for them to have an invite. So really influencers, um, whether it's just on people on social media who women follow to show themselves fishing or people who are actually going out there and inviting others and doing things like that. So we're just trying to really capitalize on those relationships to get people involved and of course our media focus when you see anything from take me fishing we're going to have women moms kids everyone will be out there fishing so hopefully you know it becomes more mainstream that women see themselves out there fishing and it's not just a a male activity but we will be sharing more on our campaign and our women making waves and uh, all of our other items this later this spring We'll share links uh, on our show notes for that. And also share the little presentation from that, the annual, what was it, the marketing, the workshop. We can share that presentation too. So this just kind of popped into my head because we're here at the Classic. And we've been having, I've been sharing some stuff. I got to go out with one of the anglers yesterday, G-Man, fish with him all day. I've been sharing some stuff about it on our social media, on our Facebook group, The Woman Angler and Adventure. And one of the ladies in the group had commented, you know, people, several people have asked me, are there any women fishing in the classic? And no, unfortunately, there's not. There was one lady that has fished professionally, and she was sharing about that. I guess one of the main issues that people don't think about is women can't just go to the bathroom on the boat when they're out there fishing a tournament. And uh, she she said, basically, like, I guess the rules state you can't get off of your boat during a tournament. So no cheating or whatever, I guess. So I I don't know. It's just interesting. Like it would seem to me one way to get more women involved in recreational fishing is to see some women in positions of like professional angling to see them and be like, 
wow, she's a professional angler. I just wonder if there's like maybe there would need to be a rule change or something to accommodate. I've just been thinking about it because literally I just saw the post before I talked to you. And I mean, that was a big issue for me yesterday. I could not go to the bathroom. So luckily there was a porta potty out there right at the landing. So I was able to go like right before I got on the boat. And then I basically dehydrated myself because I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to the bathroom. And I had some lunch on the boat and drank some water and I was like this is going to be a mistake but I was super thirsty you know and then on our way back in we fished till 350 and our way back in he started having motor trouble and I was like oh no (laughs) this is not good because I was barely yeah I was barely barely holding on at that point and we had to limp the rest of the maybe five miles or wherever we were back in because he could not run fast anymore thankfully he was very considerate he was like I'm just gonna drop you off because you probably gotta pee and I was like yeah I do and he's like I don't know how you do it but uh I don't know do you have any thoughts on that 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 is that's tough (laughs) I feel for you um yeah, I, I mean, you know, we don't get involved in the rules of, of the tournament at all, but I think it definitely is something to think about. Uh, and if it hinders women, uh, female participation, I have seen out there some uh, contraptions that people have. I don't know the pluses or minuses on that. I'm sure there's some of each. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think that women, seeing professional women anglers, would definitely, you know... It, be great. I think it's it's a mix of seeing women who are out there with their families. Um, you know, we find that more children actually are learning how to fish from their moms than their dads right now, which is interesting. And mom is the CEO of the family, the chief entertainment officer usually. And so, you know, we're trying to provide information for moms out there, just sort of the everyday activity of fishing, not necessarily a tournament angler, although I do agree with you, having a, a tournament angler out there who is a, a female would be a great opportunity um, and someone for little girls to look up to. Yeah, definitely. I know there's there's women out there and, you know, there's the professional bass, lady bass anglers tournament. And I know that one of the gentlemen here that is fishing the classic this year, his wife, Trait, is uh, a professional lady bass angler and she's working on getting on like the mainstream circuit so i actually was just uh, a couple months ago at the uh, columbus fishing expo out in ohio and got to meet two lovely ladies the two chicks in a boat and they um are teachers by day and uh, professional lady bass anglers by night now um they they do that on the weekends so they actually fish tournaments and it was really cool to meet them and just see you know their moms and have school jobs and then they go fishing so it was pretty cool and and they're a great great group of ladies well that's really cool we might have to seek them out and get them on the show sometime that'd be awesome well thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and give us a little bit update and we will continue to follow all the progress that's being made and look forward to the new numbers coming out in july and icast and hopefully we can do something again Yes, thank you so much, and thanks for supporting our 
campaigns to get women out uh, fishing and hopefully get help us get to 60 million anglers overall in, in uh, 60 months, so by the end of 2021. And it'll make a big difference to help conserve our environment and, and getting people out there to fish for the future. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to share this episode and also share about the Women Making Waves campaign to help accomplish their mission and, of course, take someone out fishing. To find out more, head on over to thewomanangler.com slash 54. See you next week.